Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're listening for the first time, and hello if you are a regular listener, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes and Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, my blog talk radio community, and those of you who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week, and today's sponsor is Audible.com who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And, of course, later in the show, I will be sharing with you my audiobook selection for the week. Well, tonight I'm excited because we have Kimberly Saunders joining us, and she's going to share with us on how we can get more organized to serve in any way we can, no matter what our schedule is and what time we have to spare. So I'm excited about interviewing her. And, of course, in the next half hour, I will be providing you with some tips, organizing tips, specifically some time management tips. And, of course, I have my product suggestion my app suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion for the week. And I will also be sharing with you about my upcoming teleclass, which is free, and it's going to be the power keys for an organized you. But definitely want to um, stay tuned for that. But before we bring on our guest, Kimberly Saunders, my little Google search, as you all know, and I found the five benefits of volunteering because this is the day of service in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. So I wanted to share with you just some benefits of volunteering. The first one is volunteering time makes you feel like you have more time. And this is according to a warden professor, Casey Mongolia, and she said the results show that giving your time to others can make you feel more time affluent and less time constrained than wasting your time spending on yourself or even getting a windfall of free time. Number two, volunteering your skills helps you develop new skills. And in her experience, skill-based volunteering is an excellent opportunity to develop talent to help you get ahead in your career. In fact, in an article in Stanford Social Innovation Review called Skills-Based Volunteering Overseas is the new executive training ground. Number three, volunteering. Your body helps you have a healthier body. A corporation for national and community service report noted, research demonstrates that volunteering leads to better health. Those who volunteer have a lower mortality rate, greater functional ability, and lower rates of depression later in life than those who do not volunteer. Number four, volunteering your experience helps you build your experience. We consistently see this with 
highly skilled professionals like investment bankers, business consultants. Also, volunteering in a new industry will give you knowledge you help help you switch fields. And the last, number five, volunteering your love makes you feel more loved. Admittedly, love is a hard thing to measure, but when researchers at a London School of Economics examined the relationship between volunteering and measures of happiness, they found that more people volunteered, the happier they were. Well, our guest tonight, Ms. Kimberly Saunders, is an innovative specialist in the art of leadership, professional and personal development strategy, and interpersonal skills. These attributes are the DNA of all that she delivers and achieves. Kimberly's unique approach, creativity, and influences have positioned her to successfully deliver diversity with high-impact training and development programs, which successfully results over the last 20 years of her progressive career. She is the co-founder and the CEO of the National Charity for Education and Humanity that works with others to create a better America, funding education and humanity with an understanding there is a need for shared sacrifice. And when you go purchase products or services through the marketplace at the National Charity for Education and Humanity, a percentage of your purchase will go back to NCEH to be distributed for goodwill for education and humanity. So I'm going to bring on our wonderful guest this evening. Good evening, Kimberly. Hello, hello, and thank you for having me. I am so excited to have you here this evening. So, my first question, because I'm excited, is what can you just um what made you start the National Charity for Education and Humanity? Well, you know, honestly, Janet, it was uh, a little heartstring situation. Um, I am, of course, the uh, co-founder, so I, my partner is Hayward McCain, so we co-founded the National Charity for Education and Humanity and Give Social, G-I-V Social. Um, what happened was one day, <clears throat> excuse me, my grandson came in, and he said he didn't have homework. And I couldn't understand that for the life of me. And he said, I, I don't have homework today, my mom, because my teacher doesn't have any paper. So I wasn't quite clear on that because I know when I went to school, we never had to worry about that. But when I started checking, the teachers are now have to bring their own supplies. They have to have them. And when they run out, there's nobody else there to give it to them. So um, that's kind of how it started. We tried to figure out a plan and focus on how we can give back to the individual teachers, you know, instead of them waiting for the school system to get product to them, how can we get back to these individual teachers that are helping our children on an individual basis daily, every day? Um, So by doing that, we started thinking, okay, well, let's put together a nonprofit, let's put together a charity, let's try and figure out a way that we can collect donations and get these things that are needed into the direct hands of the people that need them. From that point, that's kind of how it started over two years ago, and from that point, we expanded, you know. Why stop there? There's so many other people in need. There's so many other things that need to be addressed. And that was a small thing for me because everybody wasn't aware of, you know, children not being able to get homework because the teachers are running out of paper because they have to supply it. So why not work with someone else? Why not find out who can donate um, paper to these schools so that we can get them from the charity and get them into their hands? So that, that kinda how, that's kind of how it started. 
you know, and it, it was it was great for that small entity, which I thought was large, but that, that entity to actually take place and get accomplished. And, you know, we've just been thinking and thriving of other ways to be able to give back, to be able to build humanity, to be able to, you know, um, make better, have better programs in the educational school system. And it's just, I, I just feel it's just going to get better and better and better and it just won't stop. And I believe that too. So, what are some of the projects? I mean, I know you shared about the um, the paper, but what are some of the other projects that that your organization has worked on? I mean, because you're doing great work, and it's and it's so needing needed. And I was even shocked about the whole paper thing. So, um, I can yeah, right. all that you continue to do. Well, what we what we also offer is we offer um, free sessions. We call them give social sessions. And what it does, it helps the nonprofit organizations. We actually educate on how to maintain and create st- stability. You know, it's beautiful when you think of a nonprofit and you have your heartstrings there and you're, you know, I really want to give this to such and such and such, and you have all the passion built up to create this and make it happen. But nobody thinks about the business aspect of it. Because you see nonprofit doesn't mean that it's not a business and it doesn't need to be ran like one. So what we do, we partner excuse me, we partner with, uh, you know, different schools and different locations so that we can reach out to the community of different nonprofits and teach them how to build and be sustainable. That's everything from, you know, your finances, you know, how to keep your lights mm-hmm. on, you know, how how to actually not just get your nonprofit you know, whatever it is you're going after across, but give everything across. Because the whole concept of you creating this nonprofit is to help others. Now, if you can't help yourself, then you can't possibly help someone else. So you got to be sustainable. you got to be able to, you know, these people need to know that you're there and you're consistent with being there. So that that's one of our biggest things, <clears throat> being able to give back to them and being able to teach them how to be sustainable. Wow, that 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 is excellent. That is wonderful. So, Kimberly, today is of course our day of service, and um, you know, when you when you are on social media, you kind of hear all the different sides of the story of what you should do, should do. But today, I just want to ask you how you know for people who are really thinking about just serving, and not just today. Um, what are some things that they can do when they say, "Well, you know, I just don't have the time." Well, I think that uh, everybody has a little bit of time to give back. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really sit and you think about it and and you count your blessings, then you, you have some time in there somewhere. And it doesn't have to be monetary. You know, it doesn't have to be monetary at all. You can allot two hours out of your whole week or your, you know, your whole month and say, I'm going to allot this time to either, like one of the things you said from from what you read as far as volunteer, I'm going to volunteer my skills. I'm very good at reading. Let me go somewhere where I can connect with those that need me to help teach how to read. You know, let me let me contribute two hours out of my month to say I can help and I'm going to mentor these kids on reading. This is one of my skills that I'm good at. Let me share it with someone else. So it can be something as simple as that. It can be something as simple as maybe once a month, volunteering to feed the homeless. Or, you know, it's all about what you want to do. You can make time for it. You know, you can always make time for things that are important. And people and, and things, and you know, they're just 
they just need to be viewed as being important. You know, they just really do. So if you take your time out and you, you make this sacrifice, you know, to say I'm going to do such and such and such this month, I mean, maybe you need to change your schedule. Maybe you need to rearrange it sometimes, and that's okay. But the whole concept behind it is I'm going to take this time to give back, and it doesn't have to be, you know, a strain on my pocket. It doesn't have to be. It can just be from your heart. It can just be something helping a neighbor in the neighborhood. You know, you see Miss Jenkins that lives up the street, and you notice she's back and forth from the market, and she's struggling a little more. You know, she might be getting older. So how about you say, you know, knock on her door. Miss Jenkins, I'm going to the market today. Is there anything that you need? That's giving back. It's not, you know, it's not rocket science. It's really simplified, you know, but it's just a part of you have to do it. You know, I think that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. You just have to do it. And and you are so right. I mean, and, this, and it can be little things. I mean, I think of when you were talking, I was thinking about all the, the little things I did. I remember one church every, the weekend before Thanksgiving, um, the mothers of the church would cook, and then they would prepare a, a, a plate for people who were sick and shut in. So, um, you know, a group of us would come in, some people would cut, Pie. Some people would make the, the the plates. Some people would do the deliveries. Um, mm-hmm. So, like you said, it's just little things. And then even using your skills. I mean, I shared with you today. You know, I cleaned out a closet. So I was so happy. I mean, I'm not the best painter in the world, but I would have I would have painted a door um, in a school. But when they said clean out a closet, my little hand went up. I'm like, I'm the woman to do that. So you're right. And and, and it doesn't have to take a lot. I mean, whatever time you have, whether you've got time once a week, once a month, every couple of months, but there's so many, there's so many things that people can do. And like you said, with the reading, there's so many people who, and kids, who love for somebody just to read, even, or, or people in, Nursing homes who would love somebody to just visit them. So you are so, so right. So my question to you, you is, <laughs> how are you able, because I know you're a parent, you're a businesswoman, you're a founder of, and, and the co-founder of an organization, how do you do it? Because I know how passionate you are about volunteering. And I don't even know if you, if, if sometimes you even say no to things, but I know, of course, you, you have to balance. So how do you do it, Kimberly? Well, you know, Janet, the first thing, of course, it starts with the organizational piece. You know, uh, you have to be organized to be able to to balance things out and to be able to give back. But for me, um, I believe, you know, it's just it comes with me as how I view life. You know, nothing is a real task, um, but it's more like an automatic. Uh, I mean, I'm blessed with my children. My children are older now. I'm blessed with my grandchildren. I'm blessed with being able to have these skills and talents to be able to reach and be at the place that I am right now, to be able to give back and contribute, uh, you know, to other people and and other situations. Um, But being able to be organized is all a part of that, and and being organized in life is a major part. So when you sit down and you think about that, um, by doing that, it gives me clarity, it gives me focus to be able to get through whatever I need to get through on a daily, consistent basis. Um, The organizational piece is extremely, extremely important and needed. 
you know. So so when you talk about things like that, organization, I'm not just talking about, you know, a cleaning out of a closet, but, yes, it starts there. <laughs> you know, I'm not just talking <laughs> about that. I'm talking about things where, you know, your mind has to be clear. So you have to clear maybe your desk area. You have to clear your finances. You have to clear, you know, life situations to say, okay, what do I need to do to get beyond this point? And I think that's how I've, you know, taken on life. So it's, it has been, like I said, not necessarily a task, not necessarily a balance, but an automatic, more of an automatic. Because my, my thing is, you know, I, I, I am a God-fearing woman, and, and if God blessed me and woke me up this morning, then he gave me the tools and the opportunity to bless somebody else. So I've got to do that. I've got to be, to be able to help anyone else. And you know that old line, if, you know, you've you got to be able to help yourself before you can help somebody else. And, and that I just... I think that's all a part of the balancing aspect to be able to, you know, be able to bring that whole thing across to somebody else and say, no, if it's done like this, it can be accomplished, you know. So it's just all about how I view life, you know. I, I mean, I'm grateful, like I said, for my children, my grandchildren, and, and, and being able to have these skills and tools to be able to create this, uh, you know, the National Charity for Education and Humanity, um, and be able to be a great mother and a grandmother and, you know, just having that whole complete package, you know, it, it, it's a blessing. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, I mean, every time I'm with you, I always see passion in things. And I think sometimes, I mean, this morning I woke up, my shoulder wasn't feeling too good, and but I made the commitment, and it's interesting, once I walked into the school, and I'll tell you all of you listeners about my day of service later on, it was, I got energized, and I'm like, Great. okay. You know, I got energized, and I just wanted to make some kind of impact on the few hours that I was there. Of course, I'm going back because I just started talking to people. It was interesting. We got into the little kid library, and I think we had a 10-year strategic planning meeting, me and some of the other people, on all the different <laughs> little things we wanted to do in the school. But he was like, no, this isn't the project. Oh, it isn't? Oh, it's over. Okay, but we still we kept like we're gonna still keep the list, and we will be back. But it, that's what it does because you begin to. I think for me, I realize what children need in order to succeed, and I'm like, okay, we okay. have to give it to them because we can, we can, we can make it happen. And and that's what happens when you see the value and what you can bring to a situation. Like, okay, we can make better. We can make it better for this person or. We can put a smile on the face of the senior citizens who never get any visitors in some of these places. So, so yeah, you're right. I, I, you know, I feel, I feel it. I know. It's, and you're right. It's like it's all about balance, and it's about organizing. Yes, I had things. Right. I, I usually mm-hmm. do on Mondays, but what I did was I shifted them around in my calendar. I'll still get them done, mm-hmm. but I knew today. I had blocked off that time, so you are so right. You are so right. So, Kimberly, I want you to talk a little right. bit about the give back, the, the that portion of your website where people can go to, and they can shop anywhere, and how all of that works. Because I mean, you can explain a little bit better, but that portion because okay. it's basically, you know, they can do something by just sitting in front of their computers and just shopping like they always do. Yes, yes, that is very, very true. Um, what we did um, when we also uh, created the National Charity for Education and Humanity, we have what's called the Marketplace. The Marketplace is Give Social, and that is G-I-V Social. Drop the E dot org, G-I-V Social. 
And what you do is we have all different merchants on there. We have Best Buys. We have um, Amazon. And, you know, Amazon sells you everything from toothpaste to televisions nowadays. So when you order those products, the key is to utilize us as a portal. Go to the charity site. Go through the marketplace. So each time that you're shopping, you won't even have to worry about a donation because the merchants will give us a percentage back. We redirect it to the National Charity for Education and Humanity, and that allows us to help with humanity uh, situations. That allows us to help with um, school programs so we can get more paper into the schools for the teachers. Um, you know, so these are things that you can help with just by doing what you do every month, just by doing your daily shopping, just by doing your ordering, just by doing your gift ordering. Um, we have a lot of different merchants, about 100-plus merchants. We are uh, pressing to make that larger this coming year. Um, but we just want to educate people to actually use us as a portal. And the other big thing with that is once you utilize us as a portal, it attaches our information to the you know, the Best Buys or whatever store you went to. So they know to, you know, that percentage has to come back to us. But what happens is they'll send out specials to you. When they send these specials out to you, please take a moment and go back through our portal. Utilize your special, but go back through our portal. Because if you don't utilize our portal, givesocial.org without the E, then it won't be a benefit for us. So we want to make it beneficial. Um, so, you, you know, definitely utilize the specials that they're giving you, any percentage off. Just come back to givesocial.org, utilize it through the portal, through the marketplace, and then make your purchase. You know, so that's a very, very easy way. You know, you don't have to go anywhere. You just use your fingers and you're right in front of your computer, your tablet, your phone, and, uh, you know, making your daily, monthly, you know, purchases. And now you've just given back. You know, you've just helped someone else in need. Here, listeners, give social without the e dot org for all of you Amazon, Best Buy, online shoppers, and then that way you can contribute and give and go through Kimberly's portal. So um, I'll make sure I'll put that on my social media um, as well Thank to you. get people to start because you know because you know we all know somebody who's shopping online probably at this very moment. Um, all the so time. I want to make sure that people, yes, all the time, all the time, all the time. Um, well, Kimberly, this has been a wonderful interview. I want you to um, let the listeners know how they can contact with you. Um, I'm definitely going to be posting and tweeting and whatever your little gift social without the e dot org. See, now I'm trying. I'm, awesome. I'm remembering to say it like. <laughs> um, right. <laughs> and make sure people. <laughs> So how can um you know get get in contact with you? You're a speaker. She has other businesses as well. She's just a busy, busy woman, but productive. She's well, very I, productive. I, well, very blessed. Yes, very blessed. Um, well, for booking engagements, you can reach out to events at nceh.us. And if you have some information or are interested in volunteering some time or or something you know you want to be involved to learn more about us, you can e- email us at info. I-N-F-O at N-C-E-H dot U-S. Remember the U-S. That's very important. Um, but one thing I just did want to comment on, I noticed something you said, Janet, and it's a, a line I actually wrote down, and I really will, will continue with this. You said you see the value you can bring to others when you volunteer, when you give back. I thought that was incredible. Um, you know, you just said it out 
right, you know, while we were talking, and I, I noted that, I jotted that down. I thought that was an incredible and yet powerful statement, and I just wanted to share that with you. Wow. Yeah, but you do. You really do. You just you do. You you think of all of your education, your work experience, your skills, and you see a need. Like I saw so many little needs in that school, and of course I'll tell you with you later, but I saw so many things, and I'm like, you know, okay, I know somebody who can do that, and I know somebody who can do that. So there's no reason for these children to have to go. Because when you see the little kids with the shirts, they've got on their little shirts because they don't want to get any paint on them, and they're coming down past their knees, and they just look cute. And I'm like, oh, I want to do something. I want to do something for them so they can mm-hmm. come into an environment um, you know, so so yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's and that's awesome. even though you know I'm I'm a little tired now, but it was all <laughs> worth it. It was all worth it because tomorrow I'm giving you guys a pre. Tomorrow the kids will be going into the school and they basically painted all the doors a bright color, so wow. all of the doors to the classroom will be bright because I'm telling you that's incredible. School was like ugh, yes, yeah, so oh, yay, incredible. So, See, and that's just yeah, so, simple. Now you've. They're going to be elated tomorrow when they see these doors because they're going to—it's going to change their whole energy. Yeah, yeah, they're going to come up. Every every yeah. floor had every—we we did three. It's only three floors, but every floor and they had all mapped out what colors went where, and everybody was just painting and, and it was nice. It was just people who were in the community, some students, Boy Scouts—you name it. So it was a beautiful, wow. beautiful sight. Yeah. So wow. So. I know, but I thank you so much, Kim. And you know, you should. You can you you mind before you go sharing what you did this weekend, which because it's part of serving. And I think sometimes people <laughs> think that they have to like pick up a paintbrush or, or or either a broom and go to a dirty lot. No, serving is serving. Right. Well, well, my project this weekend, uh, and I just shared with Janet that I uh, got got my granddaughter this weekend. I Brianna, she's five. And she's been struggling a bit with the transition from, uh, you know, regular daycare program to kindergarten. So I felt as though it was my duty as grandma, (laughs) my mom that is, um, to be able to help and give back. And what we did is we just went back to basics. Uh, We got cards, and some cards I even made with index cards, and I wrote letters on it and numbers and her sight words, and we just went over them and over them. But on top of that, I gave her some inspirational things to say. You know, she wrote a a thank you card to her teacher today that she'll give to her tomorrow, and it states that I want to learn. You know, I wrote her some special stickies that go on, you know, the top of her folders so that she can see these things and she can be reminded that she can do whatever it is she's trying to get accomplished and she doesn't have to worry about it because she can get it done. So that was my biggest thing. I had to instill some some mom-mom time into Abriana this weekend. And um, it doesn't stop there. It just begins there. And this is the first year that she has not lived with me, per se. So I, I, you know, really needed to give that back to her. And, of course, we had little girls' night, too. But, you know, she left here, I, I believe, feeling a lot stronger and a lot more empowered because she still needs that at five. You know, so she yeah. she felt incredible when she left. So I told her I'll I'll call her tomorrow and I'll check on her and and I'm gonna just make it a point to you know right before she starts homework to make sure we talk, you know, briefly so that you know she she knows that she can get through it, you know. So that's what my weekend consisted of, and I just got her back home and ran back and <laughs> here I am. <laughs> 
Well, I thank you so much. I thank you for your time. I thank you for just what you do in the community. Um, I know you're very much appreciated, and um, you just continue doing what you do, and um, you have a wonderful evening, Kimberly. Thank you so much, Janet. I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great evening. You too. Hello, this is Bob Lewis from Closet and Storage Concepts, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. Yes, this is Bob Lewis, and I got to see my favorite, favorite, favorite closet designer, Tim Albert, last week. Um, he came to a client measuring a closet. That was an awesome interview, and I hope from Kimberly Saunders, and I hope you walk away with something that you can serve, no matter where you are, what you're doing, um, you can serve. Sometimes you could just pick up a phone, maybe text somebody, um, do something. Um, I, going in that school really just kind of changed the way I think. I'm, I'm energized, um, tiredness, you don't hear it in my voice. Um, but before I get into what I did on this day of service, I want to make sure, if you know, that our sponsor is Audible is offering you, the listener, a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. It's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week is Worldwide Open, How Volunteering Around the Globe Changed One Family's Life by John Marshall. And basically, this gentleman decided he took his family around the world. He specifically did it because he really wanted to teach some values to his teenage daughter who really didn't want to go, but it really transformed the way they thought. So again, Worldwide Open, How Volunteering Around the Globe Changed One Family's Lives Forever and that is by John Marshall. So, and as I shared, I wanted to share some things with you in regards to time management. But I really want to talk to you about is the New Year's resolutions because we make them every year. And one of them is whether you want to lose weight, get organized, or even just volunteer more. Because statistics shows that 40 to 45 percent of Americans, adult Americans, I should say, make one or more resolutions a year. But statistics also shows that people who make resolutions are 10 times more likely to obtain their goals than people who do not. So I wanted to share with you some tips that, yes, they could be management tips, but I believe time management, but I believe they're more life management than time management on how not only if you want to volunteer, but maybe you want to get organized, maybe you want to eat healthier, maybe you want to save more money. Because all this really falls back into the volunteerism because, as you heard, volunteerism, you know, it makes you feel more healthier. You want to have more time to do that. But also volunteering or maybe you want to give with your money or you want to use the portal that Kimberly has created 
So you can just go shop at whatever shop you want to, but know that that money is being put to good use. So whatever you have decided that is going to be what you want to do this year, get specific. Email getting maybe your office organized, setting clear specific goals to be able to have an organized project files is the first key, or maybe being able to have the time to set aside each week, each month, every two or three months to volunteer. But be very, very specific. Number two, make these goals measurable. And and, and track your records. Like, okay, you decided that every time you shop, you're going to use the portal. Or every time um, you are going to, like my, my goddaughter, she saves the little tops off of the different... Um, containers, the little plastic tops off of the soda containers. Um, so, but she, but in all of that, there has to be a time where she delivers them. So, make your measurable goals. So, measurable goals includes ways to track your progress. So, for example, becoming a better manager of your finances may be a goal. And therefore, what are some of the things that you want to do in order to do that? Do you need to purchase a software? Do you need to get a notebook to track of everything? Make your goals realistic for you. Attainable goals are goals you believe you can accomplish that are realistic stretch. That are that are realistic stretch. Most people find it difficult to maintain motivation for goals that are way too high. For example, maybe going to gym is not for you. Maybe trying to save two hundred dollars a month is not for you realistically right now because you have other things going on. Maybe realistically, you trying to donate your time two, three hours a month is not realistic for you right now. But make it realistic. Maybe once, a, maybe once a month, maybe a couple times a week, you can just knock on your neighbor's door, or maybe when you go shopping, you pick up a little something extra for her because you know what they need. Make your goals relevant. They are goals that you believe in and that you are willing and able to work around. When you choose goals that are in alignment with your values and service of a vision you've created for your life, you get excited and motivated about goals. Now I have is I want to I want to be able to to to, to serve more in that school. Put your goals into a time frame, and I've got a time frame. I've got several time frames. For example. Maybe you decided, I want to be able to serve on a specific type of group, a specific type of organization, and you've got a lot of things going on at work. Well, you know, look at your calendar. Look at their calendar and figure out when you can do it. Maybe because you love gardening and they've got a gardening project going on, you can volunteer for that. Or maybe in another year, when they're going to need people to feed the homeless outside, you can do that. So begin to look at your life and plan everything around it, from your vacations to your volunteering. So I hope you got something from that. Um, I want to share with you something exciting that I am about, and it's called Power Keys for an Organized Year which is my free teleclass, which is coming up on Wednesday, February 3rd. Wednesday, February 3rd, you have to go to my website, com to sign up. 
But now, this, this this teleclass is only for you if you can't see the top of your kitchen counter, coffee table, desk due to papers. You have clothes hanging on the backs of the doors, the exercise equipment, the hallways, and you pull your house apart looking for items, and you scramble when the doorbell rings. So basically, at the end of an unorganized cycle at the top, these are the top keys. I want you to end that unorganized cycle because these are the top keys I've developed for 2016. Because working with clients for over 20 years, I know your challenges of becoming organized, which is why I wanted to share these power keys that I've laid out in the tree teleclass. They are pivotal to turning everything around from disorganization to being organized life. So again, go to JanetMTaylor.com. It is on Wednesday, February 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern Eastern Standard Time for power keys for an organized you. You're going to discover, I'm going to go over and over why you clutter, time wasters we're going to be talking about, and how to tackle those piles as well. So I do hope you join me for that. So now it's time to move on to the fun stuff. And, of course, it is Monday, and tomorrow is Toss It Tuesday. So one of the things, um, my Toss It Tuesday's tip for you is to um, get rid of the paperwork related to groups and organizations that um, you really have asked for money in 2015. So if you have decided these are groups and organizations that Only keep information. I basically get rid of it. I don't have any guilt. You want to begin to create an organized home, so therefore you're going to have to get rid of something. So anything that comes in your house, moving forward, first of all, let's get rid of all the, that's number one, all the 2015 requests for money, donations, Let's get rid of that because you know 2016 is here and that stuff is coming. So that's my talk Tuesday tip for you. My app suggestion for you is Volunteer Match. And it's an app that helps you find information. The next thing, my, my product suggestion, because when you're volunteering, you want to have your hands free to do whatever you need to do, but you don't want to have to carry around a big bag. Well, the cross-shoulder bag from Bagalini, it comes in several colors, and it just, you know, you can wear it over your body. It has an adjustable strap. It's got pockets, etc. It's the perfect thing for you to take and, and, and with you when you are volunteering because you do not need a big handbag, ladies. Next, I'm talking to all the ladies out there who listen to this show. You do not need a big handbag. You need something small you can put over your shoulder because that's what I had. I basically had something very small that I could put over my shoulder. Of course, you know, I took pictures, et cetera. But that is all you need, ladies. Don't So don't come into those volunteer sites with those huge handbags. It just doesn't look good. And you just have to worry about what they don't want. My repurpose suggestion for the week is 
many reuses of the coffee can. So you can go to my my Pinterest page and find out the many uses of coffee cans. You can store cookie cutters in the kitchen, steel wool pads in the garage, small tools in the bathroom, samples, you name it. The many uses of a coffee can. And um, my quote for the week is, simplifying your life amplifies your future. Mm. Simplifying your life amplifies your future. But I also have a quote that I want to read, and I'm pulling it up on my wonderful uh, phone now, and it is by Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Faith is taking the first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. And I'm going to explain that to you. But next week, we have Home Organizing Tips for ADD with professional organizer Susanna Kay. So she's coming next week. So if you or somebody you know has ADD and has been struggling getting organized, that is an interview you definitely want to listen to. So my day with the last few minutes of the show. It is taking the first step even when you can't see the whole staircase. Now, many of you have listened to this show. You know, and I may have shared this, so you have to forgive me um, if if I did, and I just don't remember. But last summer, I had the opportunity of distributing books at elementary school. And a long story short is I went to Thomas May Pierce Elementary School, but I also graduated from Pierce College, which a lot of you already know if you follow me on social media. And I didn't realize, but this is the same Thomas May Pierce. So that got me excited. And I, so when I did the book donation, when we we gave the books out to the kids, I saw the school and I saw some things that that needed um, a little tender loving care. And ever since then, I just couldn't get it out of my mind. Well, Pierce called me and told me that they were going to be there today and that, um, you know, they were looking for volunteers. Sign me up. And, of course, as I shared with you, my shoulder, which I do have problems with, and that just comes from what I do, but also probably picking, taking that huge handbag out with me yesterday. And But I went because I made a commitment and I went. And it was just amazing how so many people came out. It was really nice. Um, I'm not a good painter. I would have painted. But when they said clean out the closet, just made me feel so good. And I just feel so good leaving that place because now I know that space for those children, the babies. I call them babies, but it's it's basically up to sixth grade, um, I think it's one through six. I don't think they had a kindergartner there anymore. Um, that space will be cleared out for them. And I am just so excited, so ecstatic, so, oh, I mean, because you know how I feel about clutter, and that's what it was. It was clutter in that classroom, and it needed to come out. That's a brand-new space. It opens the school up for the kids because they're going to have more space, auditorium space. It's an older school, so it's kind of hard to explain. But, you know, you you basically collapse the walls, and next thing you know, you put chairs in there, and you've got an auditorium. Um, 
but it just makes me feel good. And that's why I hope that somebody out there who, you know, had always thought about serving but didn't think they ever had any time, there's so many things you could do. You could read to the kids. You could. Um, there's so many people who are in nursing homes, um, long-term care facilities who never get visitors. Uh, there are people who would appreciate your gifts and skills. I mean, who would have known that of all the, the projects, painting and cleaning out a closet, the organizer would be there. And it was like everybody, people who knew me turned and like, oh, that's Janet's thing. So I just hope that um, this show encourages you to get out there and just do something. And even if all you can do is make the best spaghetti sauce and just, you know, hand it to somebody who, who you know, may not be able to because of either age or physical um, limitations, can't do things like they used to. So I hope um, this inspires you to just do it, and not just today, but all year round. So, again, um, next week is Home Organizing Tips for ADD with professional organizer Susanna Kay. And for those of you who are ready to just become organized, not get, become organized, I encourage you to sign up for my free teleclass, Power Keys for an Organized You, which will be held on February 3rd, and it is a free teleclass, free, free, free. So I will be sharing some of my organizational tips for 2016. And, of course, um, make sure you also, for those of you who follow me on social media, you know, check out the virtual summit, um, Profit with Passion, which will be held from January 29th to the 31st online. And I had so much fun last week on the 30 Reset Show. The topic was Get Clutter. Got get got Clutter. Reorganize, rearrange, relaunch. Ooh, that was a mouthful. Get Got Clutter. Reorganize, rearrange, relaunch. That was exciting. So you can find that on my social media feed as well as well as my Periscope. Um, so I hope you follow me there as well. So again, I thank all of you for listening and for tuning in. And of course, you know, be sure to visit me on my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, I want you to have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.